What the surgeon will be doing is taking a metal instrument with two rods and using it to straighten your spine, Kramer explained, leaning nonchalantly against the countertop behind him. I couldn't think of anything to say that could capture the thoughts racing through my mind, so I merely nodded slightly to show I had heard the doctor. This isn't the Harrington, is it? I've read a few articles saying his implant can cause prolonged discomfort and, in some cases, need for further surgery, my mom began. She stood with her arms folded, watching my legs swing back and forth. She decided to remain standing while I sat behind her in the elevated chair, designated for patients. My mother was a nurse who was slightly overqualified for her position. Most of our dinnertime conversation was spent discussing the inefficiency of modern healthcare and whose shoddy work hindered it most. Behind these criticisms was a deep concern for the health and stability of the patients put into my mother's care. It felt almost like I won the parent lottery, getting a nurse for a mom. Dr. Kramer smiled slightly, still not used to my mother's expertise. Without hesitating further, he answered, This is a new implant designed by Cottrell and DeBosset. If you want to look it up, it takes into account all three dimensions of spinal rotation and results in fewer, if any, complications. In your personal opinion, will it work? Dad asked, gravity drawing the conversation down to where he sat across from me. My father was raised on a farm, where things got done in a certain way, at a certain time, and nothing was put off until tomorrow. This gave him a strange mix of optimism and pessimism, and a hope that hard work would mean big rewards. But it also gave him a healthy respect for the inevitable. Honest work was rewarding, but behind his faith was an expectation that, sometimes, a plague of locusts can destroy all that honest work in the blink of an eye. I always saw his eyes scanning, as if he could see some invisible sign that trouble was on the horizon, like a black cloud of buzzing insects. He would be waiting for them, neither cursing nor complaining as they reaped his bounty, and then, when they were done, he would go right back to work. Dr. Kramer paused and looked down for a second or two. Then, clearing his throat, he said, The only problem is his malignant hypothermia. If the surgery takes longer than a few hours, Dennis's body could struggle to handle the stress. Is it worth the risk? My dad didn't take his eyes off Kramer. His gaze seemed to me like a loaded gun, forcing the doctor to confess his honest opinion. But when it came time to answer my father, Dr. Kramer looked at me. If we wait any longer, the scoliosis could worsen beyond repair. What do you think, Dennis? the doctor asked. I gasped as if my soul had been returned to me after an out-of-body experience. I tried to breathe steadily as I looked from my parents to the doctor. Something about his eyes kept me from looking away. I thought momentarily about one of my favorite books, The Illustrated Man. The book is actually a bunch of short stories, but each story is seen through animated tattoos on a circus performer's body. That day, in Dr. Kramer's office, I looked deep into his dark eyes and saw something. Figures and shadows slowly came to life, like one of the illustrated man's tattoos. As if watching a silent movie, I saw a deformed figure, unable to move from its bed. A woman walked into its chambers, carrying soup on a tray. She sat on its bed, feeding it as it cried. She stroked its matted hair and tried to comfort it, but her sharp breaths threatened to turn into tears. Soon, a man joined her, quickly taking the soup from the woman and laying it briskly on a bedside table. He then put his arm around her and, glaring at the wizened figure in the bed, led her out of the room. The small hunched form continued to sob, 
and the more I stared, the more I recognized that the whimper and whine, the red contorted face on the darkened figure, they all belonged to me. Dennis? I gasped again, unable to look in Dr. Kramer's eyes, for fear of seeing the deformed monster again. I shook at the prospect of making myself a burden to my parents, of becoming more like an unwanted pet than their child. I looked at them. Their thoughtful faces spelled out my decision for me. Let's do it.